This morning's a little different. I want to kind of wrap up some thoughts uh, for the whole year. You know, we've had quite a year, and and I thought about how the news cycle and other things have impacted us. And I just read a few headlines that uh, that for me, um, I, I read through and and just pulled these things out as things that were the headlines, not really articles, but but things that that maybe. Uh, we listen to on a daily basis. And I'll explain why I do this in a minute. But but the one was that there is a wronged man wires a shotgun to a hostage. So here's a guy who feels like he was wronged and he wired a shotgun to somebody and held them hostage. And that's some of the stuff that we're hearing in our news cycles. And the House launches a bid to curb big oil firms. Marriage as an institution, losing charm. Dirty emissions force 54,000 Ford recalls. Addicts, alcoholics need more help. And the last one will give you an idea of what I was doing here. Carter offers the USSR a quick agreement on nuclear arms curbs. Yeah, those headlines were in a newspaper from Lancaster County, February 9th, 1977. So, February the 9th, 1977. The reason I had that uh, newspaper is because my daughter was given some dishes uh, by my mother-in-law and we were going through the attic to pull them out and give those dishes to her and we unwrapped some of this stuff and there was a whole newspaper there and I just glanced through it and those were some of the headlines and it made me realize some of the same things could be true of our world right now today, right? That there's always some kind of a, an intense standoff, maybe hostage situation. There's a recall of some manner of speaking for a car that our government is trying to curb some kind of big oil or do something, right? They're talking about all the stimulus and things, of course, right now. And addicts and alcoholics need more help. All of those things could have easily been a headline this morning in a paper. And it made me realize some things and, and drew me to a passage specifically in Philippians. Uh, many of the things that we hear in our news cycle, many of the things that we absorb on a daily basis are kind of discouraging or they're frustrating. And, and we have to combat those feelings. And you know, I've been feeling this for many years, obviously. When you go back to 1977, you pick up a paper and... It frustrates you just as much as today's paper that maybe there's something going on in our world that we need to pay attention to. That, that these headlines and these things, as they continue to evolve and change, there are circumstances they are not necessarily our future. They're your circumstance, yes, but not your future. They're not what God has planned for you. And, and that's why... I pulled back and I looked at Philippians uh, and the words of Paul, and I hope that it's an encouragement to continue uh, in this fight together. And so Philippians chapter 1 starts with Paul uh, writing with Timothy to the church at Philippi. 
This letter is from Paul and Timothy, slaves of Christ Jesus. I am writing to all of God's holy people in Philippi who belong to Christ Jesus, including the church leaders and the deacons. May God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. Whenever I pray, I make my requests for all of you with joy. For you have been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard until now. At the end of a year here, it's, it's a time for me to think back and and be thankful to you specifically, those who are listening, those who have been partners in sharing the good news this year. This year has been entirely different than normal, but but God didn't stop working. One of the one of the things that I navigate life with is is a phrase or a saying. I guess maybe is a better way to put it. You'd be surprised how little you can get done in one year, but how much you could get done in five. So as we look at one year's time that has elapsed, and we think, man, we didn't really get anything accomplished, or what did we really get done? But, but yet, we don't have any idea what the foundation that we were laying, what we were working on that was going on this year that may be revealed uh, over the next five years. Some of the things that we've been learning. And even inside of this year, I want to make note and be thankful to you. And, and I know Josh would want you to hear these things. And, and Ben, as we, we celebrate together that, you know, no matter what happens, not just on Sundays, we look forward to those days so much to get together and spend time together. But, but you guys have bound together and we had multiple food trucks provided this year. And Josh and Lindsay organized those things. And, and we had various volunteers from all over the county put to their muscle to work and unload those trucks and, and deliver thousands of boxes of food to people who need help. We had a group of pastors that were beginning to pray every Wednesday. And I know that as January kicks off, we're going to start to get back into the habit of doing that again and praying for each other and praying at different spots and for different ministries. You know, we collected cookies and things all summer, and those were delivered to children along with the message of Jesus. And, and those cookies went out to kids, yes, as an encouragement, and, and some of the things you dropped off were delivered, but they were also delivered with the good news because you were a partner in that. We uh, handed out 300 turkey meals. So if you were a part of that, say amen, right? I mean, we had, we had 300 meals go out all over the region uh, from Crucified as a result of the donation of the turkeys and the time and the preparation and the folks that delivered all of those things to the people that needed them. There's coats laying all over some of the classrooms in the church right now still because we collected so many coats we, we plan to do some more things with them we've given them to the school districts in the area we've looked for ways to give them away to needy families all of those things as a result of your response to the good news about christ we collected socks and gifts for kids in the prospect neighborhood and, and those things have been delivered and taken to to those kids and and if you participated in any way in that stuff then thank you, right? Like he says, every time I think of you, 
I give thanks to my God. And I have to remind myself that even though I don't get to see you all the time, that, that you are partnering with what's going on, the ministries here at, at Crucified and at Liberty Grace Brethren Church and, and through our help with the Journey Church down there and, and the partnerships that we have with all of the food distribution companies and things that have been developed this year out of necessity those are things that now we can continue to pour our lives and our resources into. If you prayed for us, if you took time and just shared your thoughts uh, with the Lord and Savior, with God the Father, about us and about what was going on, thank you for that too. Know that you were prayed for corporately as we lift you up regularly in some of our staff meetings in my own personal time and the times that I have to reflect as I go out and, and spend time reading the word I pray that you continue to do that and even if you weren't involved in any of those things but you're being drawn to something if God is continuing to say listen Change what you're doing. Maybe this year has given you a different perspective and you're starting to lean in a different direction. Then I would encourage you to get involved because we're not going to stop what we're doing. If you have been drawn to something, then just keep listening because 2021 is still going to come. The clock's not going to stop. And, and in a couple of weeks here, we'll be into 2021 and we're going to continue to move forward with the good news about Christ because that's what we get to do. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't have a crystal ball. I do know that as I read those headlines from 1977, right, I know that things are going to be rough. That that's been the history of the world. Things that will frustrate you. Things that will discourage you and keep you from doing what it is that God wants you to do. But that's why verse 6 of Philippians chapter 1 rang so true in my head this week that I am certain that God who began a work a good work within you will continue his work until it is finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns that the work that's been done in the past all that's been done on your behalf that good work that's been laid out there in advance for you to do that we talk about all the time that you get to do, that's still out there. You haven't, you haven't missed it, okay? God has still laid it out there in front of you. He's not surprised by anything that has happened. And he, he is certain, and I am certain. Paul says that to the group of churchgoers at Philippi, that he who began a good work within you will continue his work until it is finished, until the day that Christ Jesus returns. Even as we have wrestled with uh, what to do or how to process all of the things that are going around with us, this pandemic, the opinions, with the, this, the questions, everything that this year has thrown at us, it doesn't change the fact that God is still faithful. Faithfulness is one of those funny words to me that fits specifically in that category that, that you won't get much done in one year, but if you stick with it for five, you'll be shocked what God can do because faithfulness can only be measured in longevity. You can't be faithful to something for a day. It doesn't work that way, right? 
You're gonna you're gonna embark on some health uh, improvements. You're gonna you're gonna try to set some patterns here. Probably at the first of the year, these New Year's resolutions, these things that you you in, get inspired to try and take on, and say, you know what? As I flip the calendar, I can change some of the things I do, and those are great. But the only way that you can say that you were faithful is by looking back from December 2021 to January 1 and saying, I was faithful for the year doing that resolution. Faithfulness can only be measured over time. And that's why God, His faithfulness can only be measured as we continue to read His Word and we look at all of the amazing things that He's done in us and through us from the time the world began, we see His faithfulness. That our hope is in His faithfulness. So this one year... This one year barely shows up in the timeline of what God has been doing. And even inside of that timeline, we just listed all of the amazing things that God did in and through us as we partner for the gospel of Christ. One day, it will all be as it was intended. That's what that last phrase is about, that our good work will be finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. We're waiting for him to come back and, and renew this earth and allow us to have a place that, that was the way it was intended. And as we read those headlines, that was not the way it was ever intended to be. So as we continue to press on and rely on his faithfulness and do the good work that he laid out in advance for us to do, then we are comfortably working toward a day that will look more and more like what he intended when he returns and sets everything right. For right now, I can only challenge you with the final words that, that Paul uses here, the beginning of Philippians chapter 1. As I read verses 9 through 11, I want you to, to think about how this applies in your specific situation. Paul says that I pray your love will overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding for what I want you to understand what really matters so that you may live pure and blameless lives until the day of Christ's return. May you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation and the righteous character produced in your life by Jesus Christ. For this will bring much glory and praise to God. That first phrase, right? I pray that your love will overflow more and more. I pray that that this has just been a year of kind of shaking that soda can up of your life. That, that as you've been shaken up, you're ready to blow. And as soon as that pop, you pop that top, you're going to overflow into what it is that God has been doing with you all this year. Just preparing you to continue to move forward. To know that, that we are partners with the good news. That we are certain that there is good works waiting for us to be done. And we get a chance even now, to overflow more and more. 
as we grow in knowledge and understanding together. I pray that we that we learn more this year than, than we even understand, that all of the things we're learning are going to, to culminate in what it is that we accomplish over the next five or 10 or 20 years of our lives and ministry here in Johnstown. I pray that that you are considering this. And this is not just the end of a year where we say, I'm so glad it's over. I pray that it's the, the end of a year where we say, you know, that was rough and that was hard. What did I learn and how can I carry that with me into the next year? How can I allow that to help my love overflow more and more? Why? Because that will bring much glory and praise to God. Paul was talking to the, to the church at Philippi, but I feel like he's talking to us over and over and over as I read this. From the moment he prays for grace and peace, from the time he says thank you for your partnership in the gospel to his reminder that there is a good work within you and that God's faithfulness will carry it to completion, all of that has been done on your behalf in and through this entire time. Don't read the headlines. Don't let them lead you into discouragement and despair. Read the Word of God. I pray that 2021 is a year that reveals what we have been learning. That it, that it opens our eyes to, to see what it is that we are capable of doing as a body. That we would look to the people around us that are in need with new and fresh ways to help. That we understand completely that it's based on God's faithfulness to us, that we've made it, that we have something to be thankful for, and we owe Him the glory. I pray that that encourages your heart today. That as we look to the next year, that, that as we think about over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to talk specifically about transformation of lives. And we're going to look at some characters throughout Scripture and see how they were transformed. I pray that you'll join us and follow that and think, how can, can I be part of that story that God continues to write? What does 21 look like in the life of Liberty Grace Brethren and in the lives of its people as it impacts Johnstown. Father, thank you for your grace to us. As Paul asks for grace and peace, I ask for it as well. That you continue to give us your grace, your peace, that we continue to know your faithfulness. Lord, thank you for loving us. I pray that you encourage our hearts to continue to be engaged in the good work that you have done ahead of us that we would apply every good thing to your glory and your honor. Lord, thank you for the people that have joined in with what we have been doing at Liberty Grace. Thank you for their faithfulness over this year. I pray that their hope for 2021 is found in your faithfulness, that they continue to look to you and see how you have provided and cared for them and how they might overflow with love for others. Lord, I pray that you would excite us, that you would encourage us, and that you would lead us into what it is you're doing in our world today. Use us, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.